Today on Locked on Rockies, there's really no doubt about it. The San Francisco Giants are a bully to the Colorado Rockies and continue to show that they're a much better team. You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the seventh day of June in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every single day. Today's episode of the Locked On Rockies podcast is brought to you by Bird Dogs. BirdDogs.com slash LockedOnMLB. Go into that promo code LockedOnMLB. They're going to throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. You can also catch all the action on Locked On Rockies and the Colorado Rockies on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app, including play-by-play, the Locked On Rockies podcast, and more. Just search Rockies or Locked On Rockies in SiriusXM or the SiriusXM app, and you'll be taken to where you need to go. Today on the Locked On Rockies podcast, we unfortunately have to admit to a harsh reality when it comes to the Rockies and the Giants. The the Giants are just, man, bully is really the best way to describe it. We're also going to talk about the biggest issue of the game yesterday, which is the fact that the Rockies pitching depth issues once again on full display, highlighted by walks. One of the worst, absolute last things the Rockies can afford to do, afford to give up, and afford to see, especially in starts from Denilson Lamette, how many more those of those there will be, and we maybe will be questioned. But the walks are such an issue and are going to be the thing that are going to completely, again, completely derail any sort of progress the Rockies hope to make. As the once again, it's another part in the season where the Rockies are kind of stuck treading water. We'll also preview tonight's game. We'll also see what's going on there. See if the Rockies got a chance to rebound in the series here in the show today. I want to thank you for making uh, Locked on Rockies your first listen every day, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. I've been bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast now for about three seasons here, following the team my entire life. And I want to start with unfortunately coming to, unfortunately admitting something. I hate admitting defeat to the NL West. I truly do. But there's really no... The Rockies deserve to be in the basement of the West. They're only being outshined by an incredibly underperforming Padres team. And maybe for everything there, Padres and everything, that there should be a uh, some issues with the... Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to phrase it <laughs> with the Padres. Honestly, they shouldn't, they shouldn't be there, but should the giants keep being here? Should the giants be 500? And the answer is yes. The giants continue to just do smart, small things. The giants continue to, I think just understand the ball. They just understand what's worked for them. And they've never, I don't think they've ever, unless they really truly know that they're in a, in a moment of, of absolute success or, or big moment, they, of course, tried to make a huge splash this offseason and, and were very close to getting the job done. In fact, the deal being done uh, there in the Correa deal. But this is a team that's always there. 
always there. And this is a team that is just flat out better than the Rockies. Been better than the Rockies. Been better than the Rockies this entire time. It, they've been better than the Rockies for a long time. Folks, they are going to play, I believe, according to this website here, teamrankings.com here. Uh, I believe uh, I'm trying to see. Yeah, so this is up to date as of yesterday. They're about to play their 40th game in the last three seasons. The Giants and the Rockies tonight. The Giants have a record of 30 and nine in three seasons, including this one. The Rockies have lost to the Giants 30 times. 30 times. My voice is still a little hard, or a hoarse from, uh, from my Mario baseball weekend here, but that tells you the, a huge story. That tells you a tale. And that tells you a huge issue, especially when you look back and, and when we've talked about it, I remember when the, in the first part, when you think of Trevor Stories last year here, I mean, if you're able to not get your 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 clocked clean by a team like the Giants, you 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 could maybe have gotten into uh, the playoffs back then, or or potentially flirting with the wild card. But it doesn't matter because if the Rocky, if there is ever a bad matchup for the Rockies, it is this Giants team. The Giants are disciplined at the dish to the fact that they drew over 200 pitches from and and uh, from Rockies pitching yesterday including double digit walks and thumped them the entire time. I mean it's it it's one th- like the Dodgers you kind of get blown, you know, you 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 get frustrated by the level of talent. I get frustrated because the Giants just seem to know when to pick up veterans at the right time how to get more out of veteran players, how to actually score and do damage in a terribly uh, unfriendly offensive environment there in San Francisco. The Rockies haven't beat the Giants since August 20th of last year. The Rockies finally had a a, a winning record against, uh, you know, finally a good stretch against the Giants there from last year. Uh, where they did have a stretch where they won one, two, what, five of six uh, there from May into August. But if you go back to that, the Giants had another stretch where th- from uh, May 17th, 2022, that goes back to August 14th of 2021. The Giants just go on these runs of feasting and crushing the Rockies. And these games, are there. there's not a lot of close games. The closest game between these two teams uh, there for for this was when uh, in back-to-back games there in August last year on the 20th and 21st, the, uh, the Rockies won a one-run ball game on the 20th, and then the Giants won a run, run, one-run ball game. And from there... The Giants have won by at least two runs, and that's only happened once. It's more likely the the Giants are winning by three-plus runs in the last 10 games against them. Man. I mean, and then on top of it, you, you on full display yesterday is the, is the starting pitching issue. The numbers don't lie. And when you sit there and when we're to- – again – this all leads back into the narrative and the idea and the belief of front office and things that were told from them. When you say that you believe you're competitive, 
the Rockies are not competitive against the Giants right now. 30-9 and nine is the Giants' record against the Rockies in the past three seasons, including this one. So, you know, really some two and some change. But in the last 40 games, nearly 40 games against the Colorado Rockies, the Giants have gone 30-9. and nine. That's domination. That's crushing you. That's bullying you. And that's flexing and showing that you're a bet because they're doing it either in Coors Field or in San Francisco. Yes, that I mean, the, the Rockies did have that stretch last year, but since then, since August of last year, it has been all Giants. And that is the par for the course because when you scroll down this, very few times do you see long extended periods of Colorado dominance against the Giants. There's some more mixed reactions, but throughout the history of these two clubs, there's more stretches of Giants dominance over Colorado Rockies, over the Colorado Rockies, than there are the Rockies. And that's a division rival. You can't have that. Why it's been such a struggle for the Rockies to, uh, to, uh, win the division is because they can't hang against the division because when you look at the record of the Giants against the Rockies and when you look at the record of the Dodgers against the Rockies you see the big glaring issues those are the two teams winning the division more often than not and those two teams kick the crap out of you if you're the Rockies if you know you know things are are in a better place when you we when you start beating the Giants and I don't think the Rockies are going to do a lot of beating the Giants this year, especially if they keep throwing out stuff like last night. Let's talk about that coming up here in segment number two of the Locked on Rockies podcast. Before we do that, though, today, got to tell you about our friends at BetterHelp. And folks, this is a message for those out there that are thinking about taking some time for themselves and maybe taking the on some therapy and trying to dive into some things, figure out a little bit more about yourself. And guess what? It's a great idea. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. But when we spend all of our time giving, it can give leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MLB today to get 10% off your first month that's better help help.com slash locked on mlb betterhelp.com slash locked on mlb this is the locked on rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service bringing you your daily colorado rockies talk right here on the locked on rockies podcast the locked on rockies podcast on youtube and on the sirius xm app where you can also get play-by-play action of the colorado rockies and the locked on rockies podcast just search rockies or locked on rockies in sirius xm or sirius xm app you have taken where you need to go. Want to shout out our everydayers. Want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Like Lux Ace, Rat King, and Baseball Pig. Lux Ace says, I went to the game last night and it sucked so bad. Yeah, I mean, that's when that part of the rotation is coming up, whether it be continuing to go to Lamette, whether it be a, uh, a bullpen day, whether it be a whatever. 
in that spot, last spot. I, I think it's going to be tough for the Rockies. Rat King asks, why would we let Lament get a second start? There's not much other options. Maybe Peter Lambert now, but I think the Rockies are really going to try to use him more as an extended relief out of the bullpen. I don't know. And Baseball Pig says, I'm still not going to forget when Bud Black said we had a playoff caliber rotation. Did he say that this year? I, I, we hear the same. It's the same line every year. It's the same. So, you know, you could probably attribute that to like, the past five years of, of, of Bud Black's tenure there. I mean, you, you can just talk about it. I mean, could the lineup, could the rotation of, of Herman Freeland, Senza, Gomber, and then maybe one of your young guys be good enough to get you into the playoffs? Maybe. Sure. But certainly not now. And you're certainly extra concerned. Like, if I'm Bud Black, right? And this is where we're at, and I'm the pitcher-focused manager. Like this isn't this is a serious issue. Games like last night are a serious issue. The last spot in the rotation is a serious issue. Yes, the injuries have played a massive factor. That's been huge. That's been a big thing. But the Rockies finding themselves in this incredibly tough spot when it comes to this rotation depth is, again, a product of their own inactivity. It's a product of them not being willing to do things to bolster and enhance. And that's when, when I get frustrated by... When I get frustrated about Bud Black and his and his role on the team and his performance is the fact that he's a, supposed to be a pitcher-focused guy. So why, why have you allowed... I, I know you're not the GM. I know GM stuff's changed, but you have a say. You have part of it. Why have you allowed it to get to this point? What is going wrong in terms of the development, the 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 free agent acquisition and, and, and ability and free agency or the trade deadline that the Rockies aren't beefing up and bolstering what was a good rotation? Why can't the Rockies find players to be successful at Coors Field like the members of this rotation have shown in the past? There has to be similar players to a Senza, to a Freeland, that maybe have a little bit extra or a little bit more, uh, more of an ability to strike batters out but still pitch to contact. So it's kind of like, uh, can do what Senza but do it a little bit more. Um, it's a, a guy that, that, that can have that strikeout potential and isn't so dependent on pitches that, that, that if thrown incorrectly, break so much over the plate like Herman and Kyle Freeland. I mean, there, you're, there's just, that's what's frustrating. Because when the Rockies go out and they send out and they have this bullpen day and, they, and the team throws over 200 pitches, they walk over double digit and they just get smoked, that's an issue. It's a huge issue to get blown out at home by a division rival when this spot of the rotation comes up because there are good pieces. But why is there not more? Why has there not been more of a focus on creating more of a cohesive unit? Why has there not been a focus of the potential of if these players go down? This is what's frustrating. Because of the issues and the and the and the and the lack of the ability to lure prime free agent pitchers here to Colorado is very tough. So you have to be smart. You have to be able to do things like be aggressive on the waiver wire, which the Rockies have been. But you also have to develop. You also have to understand. You also have to plan for this. 
And is there really any young, and even the ones we saw before the injuries, is there any young Rocky starter that you sit there and feel the same way that you feel about a good Herman or a good Kyle Freeland? Because I don't. I think there are solid pitchers in here. I think there are pitchers that can help the Rockies, absolutely. But as streaky and as flaky as they may be sometimes, I don't see anyone necessarily having the same X factor as Herman and Kyle. Because when you have to, well, like we talked about, when you talk about Kyle Freeland, you can focus on his bad starts, but you also have to incorporate his last start where he dominates over seven innings. He loses the game only because his team lets him down and his offense can't do anything against a lowly Royals team. They have to start. The Rockies need to embrace a manager or or need Bud Black or need the front office to really start combating this narrative of pitching at cores and start building up a repertoire. And I thought that that's where the Rockies were going to be able to start because when you look at and when you pointed at four of the five Rockies starters for a good chunk of the time that they were successful, those should be encouraging signs for players trying to be that might be in, that might be considering taking on the challenge of course field. When you sit there and your rotation was Herman and Senza and Kyle Freeland and John Gray, again, not the best in the business, but still a very solid rotation. So to go from that to where the Rockies are now is a considerable failure. It's a failure of developing young guys in between that. It's a reminder of the failure of trying to, of getting John Gray to come back to the team that he wanted to play for in the Colorado Rockies. And it's a team that relied too much on some on Herman Marquez and Antonio Sensatella. Maybe not so much Herman, but clearly Antonio Sensatella. These issue these injury issues that have plagued Senza, which is unfortunate, show why the risk of signing a a, a pitcher like Senza to that that longer term deal. So when I get frustrated about Rockies pitching, it it's it's not that I want to harp on the guys they have it's another reminder about being upset and frustrated by the organization and the Rockies being in the position that they're in right now. The Rockies didn't have any foresight or any sight to see that this was going to happen, or it certainly doesn't seem that way. Yes, they do. I think the, really the plan was to hope that, you know, Ryan, you know, that the young guys and Noah Davis and Ryan Feltner weren't going to be injured, especially as soon as they, uh, you know, as soon as they were into their, their starting careers for the Rockies but it's another reminder where the if there is a plan the plan has been shallow and the plan doesn't have a lot of legs to it which again worries me about the future of the club and again it worries me about this team getting back into contention especially when this team is supposed to be led by a pitching first focused manager who makes questionable calls about leaving that leaving pitchers in too long and in and, and certain situations. I mean, Bud Black hasn't been doing a lot of winning lately. I'm just going to, I think that's, I mean, I don't know if it's, it's really, you know, how much of it is falls on Bud Black. But like when you're thinking about things, when you're thinking about the shortcomings and when you're thinking about the issues for the Rockies, pitching is up there and Bud Black is supposed to be the pitching guy. And something about that, I don't like 
Rat King says pitchers will not join Colorado via trade with a smile on their face. They would rather go anywhere else than pitch at cores half the time. And that's on, I mean, you have to challenge the narrative. You have to get them talking to Kyle Freeland. You have to get them talking to these pitchers that have been successful here. And they're competitors. You have to make it a challenge and feed and build and lean into the competitive nature of these athletes. That is going to be a way for the for the Rockies to lure some pitchers. But yes, you're never going to get lure the best here. But you also know how else you can lure people? Money. Big time money. I mean, that's always a there there will be there will be pitchers that will come and play. And money talks. I mean, that really does. But again, trading is going to be trading always has been the best option for the Rockies. It's if they choose to utilize it. Uh, folks, let's take a look uh, at the game tonight. Get uh, a look ahead here and uh, see where the Rockies, uh, what the Rockies are facing tonight. See if they got a chance here to uh, rebound a little bit here. Odds and things uh, not in the Rockies' favor for this one, but we'll talk about that. And a little bit more here coming up. Dive into the live chat as well in segment number three. But first, want to tell you about our friends at Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs have been my favorite shorts since I've got them. They were great. I just traveled all weekend and what they, they were perfect because I got some nice zipper pockets. They're very secure, deep pockets. My things weren't falling out as someone who wears shorts all the time. I have a you know an issue with things falling out of my 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 uh, my pockets, but you know, with my bird dogs they had me covered not only because of the zipper pockets but deep great pockets and they were super comfortable the whole time warm all day and uh, honestly when i was chilling out at home they're not shorts that you need to kind of they're not like your other khaki shorts that you kind of got to change out of into something more comfortable bird dogs are quite 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 comfortable there for uh, you to enjoy and you can see it all they got anti uh, anti stink sweat whipping fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day see for yourself at birddogs.com go to birddogs.com slash locked on mlb and enter promo code locked on mlb for a free yeti style tumbler with your order that's birddogs.com slash locked on mlb for a free yeti style tumbler you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise you Folks, this is the Locked On Rockies podcast, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, also on the SiriusXM app, and same with the play-by-play. Just search Rockies. You're Locked On Rockies. You'll be taken where you need to go on the SiriusXM app, and you can tune into all the good stuff. Baseball Pig says, recently I've not been in love with Bud Black's decisions, especially in the Kansas City series. Yeah, I mean, the Rockies won that one. They took, you know, that, that series, which is good, but it's, again, it's just kind of some stuff that's in the back of your mind. It's like... What necessarily is Bud Black providing to this club? I mean, is it is it the is it the veteran leadership? Is it I've been on the Rockies for a bit? I don't know because it's not really drastically changing the impact of the pitching performances here from some of the Rockies, especially uh, here uh, from some of these veterans on the team as well. Rockies looking to uh, get back in action, uh, get to a game above 500 at home here as they take on Logan Webb, who's four and six with a 280, 2.85 ERA, a whip of 1.04 in 79 innings pitched here. In that time, he's uh, given up uh, 67 hits, 82 strikeouts to 15 walks and nine home runs. Connor Seabold on the bump for the Rockies, 5.40 ERA, a whip of 1.51 in 41.2 innings, 48 hits, 32 strikeouts, 15 walks. 
seven home runs. And again, another uh, uh, <laughs> that's the that circle back to the beginning. That's the story right there. Deep in the Giants rotation here, deep in, uh, you know, here where the starter is. Logan Webb isn't above 500, but he's got a sub three ERA. He's got a whip of almost one in nearly 80 innings. He's walked, the, Connor Siebold's walked the same amount of batters as Logan Webb in, has in, in, in almost half the innings and given up nearly the same amount of home runs. The matchup is just not good. I mean, when you, I mean, there's just down the line for some of these guys. It's just, it's simply, huh, I mean, the, the, the Rockies are, are, are technically have uh, some advantage against the Giants in some categories, but it certainly doesn't, uh, certainly doesn't feel like that here uh you know the, the Rockies are just slightly above in some offensive categories actually and slightly below in OBP slugging uh and and much farther behind in home runs 78 home runs hit by the Giants this year to the Rockies 49 and and that offense was on was on full display last night it was uh you know just it was just they just lock in 10 runs just pure dominance hit parade and uh, the Giants, I think, are, are you know, we, we just talked about how uh, the uh, the Diamondbacks are making some noise. But San Francisco still has a while to go. But if they start making some noise and with some issues that other NL teams are, are, are facing, they, they could be an interesting thing. Peter Lambert gives an up three runs in the one and the third, four. I mean, it was just, they're just so patient. They're so good at it. The Rockies have to be aggressive, and if they're going to win this series, it's going to come down to aggression. It's going to come down to the Rockies capitalizing and going right after good Giants pitching, and it's going to come after them pounding the strike zone with with pitches that are going to be, uh, you know, that, that, that challenge Giants hitting. You can't let them get in a groove. You can't let them be patient, and you can't let them get in a rhythm. I just unfortunately don't know if that's going to be the case for the Rockies, but we'll see how it pans out. Uh, the Rockies up against a steep challenge here today, but maybe we'll see it. I, it was good to see the Rockies kind of throw a couple of counter punches back there. Rockies get some offense. Jurickson and Profar had a good night last night. If he's not traded at the trade deadline, that's a total mistake, especially if he continues to be uh, to be as effective as he is. There's definitely some competitive teams out there that'll be looking for someone like Profar, and the Rockies can bolster up that uh Get some pick, you know, get a pick, get some prospects, get something uh, here to help this pitching staff out. And um, we'll see how it all plays out tonight as well as the Nuggets. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Go check us out on YouTube. Be part of the show just like Luxace, Rat King, and Baseball Pig were today. You can also find us on Twitter at LO Rockies. You can find me at Paul Holden 33 and folks, go make Locked On Buffs, Locked On Nuggets, Locked On Avalanche, Locked On Broncos your second listen of the day. We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service as always. And Baseball Pig says it best. Let's go Nuggets!